following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's already Saturday again. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And it is time to chat with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Those holiday weeks throw me off. It oh does, doesn't gosh. it? <laughs> I, yesterday I was like, wait, how can it be Friday already? I know. It's nuts, but it's all good. It's all good. And I don't know about fourth? you. Oh, yeah, I had a great fourth. I, but I'm actually still tired out because... I'm, I'm exhausted. Not going to lie. We had nearby, I couldn't tell you where... Um, some very, 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 very late night fireworks for a couple nights in a row. Big fireworks. Oh, boy. People are getting out of control with that. First of all, it, you know, I'm, I'm starting to sound old. I'm starting to sound like my parents. <laughs> but it's so darn dry, and it's just so unsafe. And it's so hard on the pets and the babies and the people trying to sleep. Yeah, do it on the 4th. Get it over with. Better yet, go watch the firemen do it so we're all safe. <laughs> But anyway, I oh, yeah. actually was a party pooper. I watched it on TV this year. I had a pool party all weekend long, and the weather was beautiful. It was just wonderful. We had 75 people. So, yeah, I'm exhausted. Definitely getting too old for this. They stayed the whole, 75 people stayed the whole weekend? Um, well, 75 <laughs> people were here throughout Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But oh, wow, 25, okay. 25 people stayed the whole weekend. Oh, my so, gosh. Okay. Yeah, it was busy, but it was all fun. It was fun. It was good. Well, fantastic. Well, now we're back. Back to the normal thing for oh my gosh till the end on, of the summer. On Wednesday, I was like, oh, and now I'm paying for it. I think I worked twelve hours Wednesday, but you know, you put things off and put things off, and then it's time to rock and roll. So that's why the week went so fast. And I, I, I imagine you looking through the rest of the summer and not really seeing the let up because you earlier said you were expecting a, a busy second half of the summer. You know, I have I've been predicting this to my team from the beginning of the year. Well, you know what? I've been talking about it right here on the radio show. I think it just takes a while for people to let the whole idea of 6% is the new norm for the interest rates. And when it dips below 5, they, they all feel like extremely blessed. And people are out there obviously trying to buy houses. I mean, in the last six months, we've had 800 closed sales in Rochester and currently we have 200 pending but we only have 200 available oh gosh. so we definitely have a shortage of supply but um us like everybody else in the country we are starting to see more and more new construction because I think the builders are feeling really confident about the fact that well there's no existing homes to buy so people are going to buy new homes and for the people who want to do the move up or sometimes even move down a new home is the perfect option. And then from there, their house becomes available for somebody else. Right. So it's it's what we need. You know, it's definitely what we need to see. It is really the key to all of it, isn't it? I mean, it's such an economic boon to have a home built. And all yes. the work that goes into having that home built and all the people who have a job because of it and the appliances Correct. that are sold, the carpet, the whole Everything. works. Yep, exact, it's exactly right. So seeing seeing new construction, whether you're in the market or not, is definitely a good sign for the economy for all of us. So I think that's a really good point that you make, Andy. And there's something about, I don't know, that when it's brand new, a house is 
Well, it's like a brand new car, you know, it, it's got that newness to it. And there's something special about that. Yeah. And a lot of people really do prefer to have a brand new house. You know, some people, not necessarily, it doesn't matter. And sometimes, truth be told, you can get so much more for your money when you buy something that's not brand new because somebody else has already invested in the window treatments, yes. in the landscaping, you know, in the decor. Maybe they've put up some you know, wallpaper or they've, you know, believe it or not, wallpaper is back. Really? Um, not, not a ton of it, but you're seeing some accent walls and you're seeing like maybe in a dining room or, um, I don't know, sometimes in a powder room, but there's some really cool wallpaper out there. I've even seen some in nurseries. So yeah, it's fun. Okay. So are my wood stained cabinets ever coming back? Are they oak? Yeah. I'll tell you something. Oak has been around for hundreds of years. And, you know, people are saying, oh, I hate oak. And I'm like, oak has been forever. And you know what some people do is they just, I don't know what your cabinets look like, but some people change the hardware or the one thing that is kind of off-putting is that real golden oak kind of stain. So people are liking more the natural oak. So lighter color. You know, just the natural. So if you've got yeah. that kind of golden honey oak, as they used to call it, or yellow, if you have that sanded down and you just go to the natural oak, I'm seeing many builders using that. Huh. And I'm seeing a lot of the real big craze in floors now. You know, it's kind of gone away from cherry, and people are digging the white oak, loving huh. the white oak. So, yeah, that's amazing. I never really liked the cherry myself. It was too dark. Too dark, yeah. Um, I actually have a floor in my house called um, Tiger Wood. I, can, I always remember the name because I think of Tiger Woods, but it's got <laughs> a lot of very lot of variations of colors. It's got all the way down to the really really chocolate to the lighter, but then it has a lot of those red tones like the cherries. And sure. Quite frankly. Um, I'm sick of it, but who changes their whole wood floor, right? So it's, the, things come and go. So you just hope, you just hope that it's going to come back around and I, people, yeah. it is what it is. It's a wood floor. People come in and say, oh, your floor is so pretty. I'm like, I'm glad you think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, but you know, I, I know I was, last week I meant to bring this up with you, but I'll bring it up really quick. I saw the wildest house in Duluth yeah. when I was up there for Grandma's Marathon a few weeks ago. Okay. It's a couple blocks from where my daughter's house is and just happened upon it. It's called the Erickson House. Somebody took an old bridge, you know, with the steel, um, I don't know, the support beams for a bridge, yeah. and Girl built a house there. on top of that in a ravine. Oh, for So the whole sake. house is in a ravine. It hangs over. It was built in the late 1950s and it's for sale and so i got to see the pictures inside on willow because i was just fascinated by this house i thought what the heck is going on here and it is as if it's a time capsule the wow. interior i don't think anything's been changed since 1963. oh wow well you know some really artsy kind of person there's something out there's someone out there for every house yeah and some houses that i I show and I think, oh my gosh, I would not want to live here. 
I'll show it to people who are like, oh, I love this place. And I'm like, well, I guess it's good that there's something for everybody and that we all don't want to live in the same house. <laughs> right? Right. So, yeah, I don't know. We haven't seen anything too, you know, sometimes we'll have some unique kind of fun ones come on the market in Rochester. We haven't really seen anything too different for a while now. Yeah, since the cave house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, I don't remember whatever did happen to that. I think it sold right away, and then I felt like the deal fell through, but it must have eventually sold again. I didn't really follow it. Well, I, I, I love it when the eclectic combs are out there and they exist, but I can understand why they're hard to sell as well. Yeah. Some of them. I was actually called to a really cool listing appointment yesterday, and it's a... Um, a log, all log home, you know, so it's like sure. logs on the outside and the inside. And it has a big, tall, really big, tall wall that's all windows and overlooks Lake Pepin. So it's really, really unique, but it's not for everybody, you know, but whoever does get that house is going to love it. But it's just, you know, like I thought, would I actually live here in the log home? I don't think it's me. Yeah, I'm looking at it going, I, you know, I, I hate to disparage anything, but I'm thinking spiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like, does it feel clean? Does it ever really feel clean, or do you always feel like you're in a cabin? And you know me, I'm a clean freak, and I love everything white, white on white on white on white. <laughs> so it's like it's just different. And then some people come into my house, and they're like, oh, this is very sterile. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just something different for everybody. We have to take a break already, Robin. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. We'll be back in a moment. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. To Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Robin, we, right before the break, we were talking about, about new homes being built. And you mentioned that there seems to be an upsurge in that activity. Is that just based on observation or do you yeah no there, have some this, facts <laughs> no that 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 is a very factual statement we actually um have seen now this is not our market specifically but in general new homes jumped 12.2 percent month over month from oh. may to june and are up right now 20 percent compared to a year ago so that that is good news it is good news and yes. I think for a while, you know, they almost came to a stop because remember how crazy the prices were for lumber and for, you know, every little thing that you needed to build a house. And after COVID, when we couldn't get products and oh, right. what a disaster. Yeah, it was really, really hard. It took you over a year to get a window. Yes, exactly. So now um, I think things are, you know, leveling back out. And as of today... The new home inventory is actually comprising of almost a third, 31% of all to, um, total housing inventory. That was at the end of June. So pretty pretty recent data. 
And historically, um, new construction makes up between 10 and 15%. So we're talking, you know, double, more than double of what's normal. So definitely we are seeing more new home. So it's not just what I'm observing, but those are the yeah. facts. So, and it's encouraging. You know, it's encouraging that home builders have ramped up production because like you said earlier, before we took the break, it's not just that we have more houses to sell, but more people have employment and more companies are selling their products. And it's just a good thing, a win-win all the way around. And I know that when we were in the middle of the pandemic and the real estate surge was happening with the unbelievable low interest rates, the suppliers of the materials for the new homes were a little bit wary of ramping up production because they were concerned that sure. might not last. And perhaps they're getting some confidence themselves that right. there's still some, you know, sustained demand for their, their products so they can get out there and make more of it. Well, and of course, you know, it's all connected because the banks also, you know, got more conservative. So if there was a developer who wanted to put in 30 houses, the banks were like, let's do five. And when those are sold, let's do five more, you know? Sure. So I think it's, there's just a lot of things that come into play. Yeah. When they were for a while there during the boom days of the nineties around here, everybody had five or six spec houses laying all over the place. Exactly. It was very, very commonplace to have tons of them. People will come into the market now shopping and say, well, what do you have for new construction? And for a while there, it's like, um, Pretty much everything that's being built is being built for someone. Very few spec homes, but we've we've surpassed that now, and we do have spec homes, so it is nice. And, the, and you alluded to it earlier. The real sweet thing about this, as well, is that it allows another home to be freed up and put on the market that may be more affordable than the new home. Exactly. And I, I did read something recently. Um, you know, you hear me talk about. Um, Lawrence Young a lot. And yes. he's the yeah, he's the um, money guy for the National Association of Realtors, the chief economist, right? And he he I'll I'll quote him. He says there should be more focus on boosting existing home inventory with temporary tax incentive measures. So he feels like there are, you know, other ways to get to our end goal and maybe, you know, we all know we have a lack of affordable and we've had this conversation yep. what is affordable and there is a formula you know like a certain percentage of the average you know 60 percent or 60 to 80 percent of the average income you know whatever whatever that contingent of people can afford and that's where we really fall short so if some people who've been in their maybe smaller older house for a while are ready to build and move up then that house becomes a more affordable option for a new home buyer. Yes. What well, the technical term is churn. <laughs> I'm joking churn. when I say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, to <laughs> it's total though. It it's true. It's like, we just have to, it's, it's like the, you know, like when we were in seventh or eighth grade science class and you learn the, the little cycle of life, you know, how, this animal eats this animal, eats this animal. You know, it, is, it was a hard thing to learn. It was a hard lesson to learn, <laughs> but it's like, but it's true. It's what it takes to make the world go around. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. We're talking real estate and seventh grade science all in the same all in the conversation. Up. Bring that biology in there. Okay. So we also touched on 
um, the second half of the market. And it's been my opinion all along that the second half of the market, the second half of the year in this local real estate market is gonna be better than the first half. And not that the first half was bad, but you know, slower for some people for sure. Um, I was one of the fortunate ones who have managed to stay very busy. Thank you to all of the listeners who have been my past and current clients and future clients because I appreciate staying busy. But when I'm reading here um, what to expect from the housing market in the second half of 2023, I found some interesting things. It says that the outlook of the U.S. housing market in the second half of the year Come down, comes down to two familiar words, mortgage rates. So in the first half, high rates have kept housing in a state of suspended animation as borrowing costs priced out prospective buyers while homeowners with mortgage rates of 3% or less are unwilling to sell. How many times have I said? Right. They're sitting in a house that they refinanced at 3%. So even though they're bursting at the seams and really want to get a bigger house it's just been a hard pill to swallow to give up that beautiful interest rate and then lock in for double right so that's where i want to revisit the let's focus on what is your monthly payment going to be yes let's not focus so much on what is your interest rate not even what is the price of the house but what it breaks down to is what is it going to cost you each month? And is that something you can afford comfortably? Because if it is, then don't, don't pass up the opportunity to make that move. You, you work hard if you're affording, you know, if you have that ability to move up and the need to move up, then I'm going to say, for Pete's sakes, allow yourself to do it. Yes. Life is too short. Do Life not wait. Life is too short. It is. It's exactly right. I was getting my hair cut yesterday, and, and the gal that cuts my hair said, Oh, Robin, I'm so sorry to hear about both of your parents, and it's been such a tough year for you. And I said, You know what? The toughest part of all is that I look at Scott and I say, We're the old people now. I know. We are, we are the old generation. Everybody else is younger than us. And that is scary. I'm like, okay, do I need to plan some trips? What do I got to do? How much time do we have left here? Now you're in my head. Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) We have to take a break. I'll look back in just a moment with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results. News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And uh, right before the break, we were talking about the second half of the year of the market what it looks like, and you painted a rosy picture. And I, so I guess maybe the basic question is what, what do you think is going to happen as far as, you know, home sales prices, all the, all, you know, all of that. Okay. So here we are, beginning of July. This is usually the peak time in the real estate market. People are usually not getting 10 bucks off the asking price. You know, if we look at the last few years, right? The last three years now consecutively. Um, People have been selling for what they're asking and more. And now, right now, we're seeing some deals come across the table with closing costs being paid by the seller 
or maybe even uh, slightly less price than what they were listed for. And so I'm telling you buyers that are out there listening, this is not going to last forever. I promise you, the prices are not going to fall apart. Everything is not going to get cheaper. So if you are pre-approved or in the position to be pre-approved and you wanna buy a house, do not put it off. People say, well, I'm waiting for the rates to drop. Well, when the rates drop, by that time, the prices yep. have increased. <laughs> so guess what? Your monthly payment doesn't change. So let's focus on what you can afford each month and let's get the ball rolling because the sooner you get in that house, the sooner you start building your wealth, gaining the equity. You know, what I always say, that house is the bank account that you can live in, guys. So I really think that if it's even in the back of your minds, bring it to the front of your minds because as these rates drop and the experts are all calling for it, they all think that, you know, Q4 of 2024 will be hovering back between five and five and a half percent. That's what I see predicted over and over again. Well, people are going to be like five, five and a half percent. That's amazing. Well, six percent is not that bad. Five point seven five is not that bad. And the, and the price of the house could have gone up that point five to six percent well and when i'm telling you things like new construction is now a third of the inventory do you think that means lower prices new <laughs> no new construction is still going to be higher prices so the home prices are continuing to go up the interest rates are continuing to go down the uh supply right now is still short but there, believe it or not, are still people out there willing to negotiate. So I feel like um, it is a great time to be a buyer. At the same time, it's a great time to be a seller because you're still part of a low inventory. So let's get out there and keep it moving because I feel like this the peak in our, our market has maybe not been June this year. It might be August and September. We'll talk again then, and I'll bet you our statistics will be that sales are up month over month. So yeah, I'm excited. I think it's all a positive um, outlook. I think things are great. And um, hey, on another note, I just saw an article saying that Rochester's Cheap Charlie's business is for I sale. Know. Building is for sale after 27 years of being owned by the same guy. So if you're not looking to buy a house, but you want to become a restaurant owner, the opportunity is there. That's it. Anybody who's lived here for any length of time, that's an iconic property. Oh, my gosh. Everybody sure knows Cheap is. Charlie's. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't had breakfast at Cheap Charlie's, you're missing out. <laughs> so, anyway. Do you have any listings this week? I do. Let me see. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention is um, I'm happy, very happy to see that most of the people have moved back into Rochester Towers. Yes. We had, a, we had just sold a unit. True story. The guy got here, he arrived the week, he arrived from, he bought it from outside of the country. He arrived here the weekend that they had to evacuate. So he Nightmare. knew nobody. Oh, it was terrible, but it was fine. He ended up going over to those dorms at the old Hilton and staying there. And now he's moved back in and settled. But yeah, what? A, oh, that was crazy. All right. So let's see. What do I have for a new listing? Um, I have got a great townhome over at 1549 Alexander Road Northeast, and this one has 3,358 square feet. So when you think about a townhome, you might think of um, downsizing, but 3,358 square yeah. feet is 
not really too small. Has a nice big two-car garage. It has four bedrooms and three baths, and it is beautiful. It's had one owner, and it was only built in um, 2022, so they did not live there long at all, but circumstances changed, and they had to move, and that one is listed for $540,000. It's wow. a beauty. Yeah, very, very nice place. That's right over by the new um, Purple Goat, Haley's, you know, oh, up sure. that road. Yeah, yep. very nice location over there. So Practically um, brand new. Yeah, so it is. And it's better than brand new because, again, the window treatments are in. You know, it's a couple with no kids, no pets, so it's an immaculate condition. Uh, very, very nice place. Um, I have one at 2018 7th Avenue Northeast. This one is... 3,472 square feet, 449.9, four beds, three baths. And I've got, uh, I think that one, I have a really nice one. Um, 20, I still have it, 2606 Crest Lane Southwest, um, just right out at the end of the road there. We have accepted an offer, but that offer is contingent on getting their home sold. So, you know, how that works for people who don't completely understand it is if you want to make an offer on something that has accepted a contingent offer, as long as you're in a position to come in non-contingent, the seller has the option to uh, bump the other offer and take yours. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, that is true story. And so sometimes people say, oh, shoot, that one's already under contract. Well, I mean, that usually just means it's a good house and it's sold quickly because somebody really wanted it. But if the next buyer doesn't have to sell a house, the seller may say, fine. Now, I've seen it go the other way where sellers say, no, these people seem really nice. They've got a beautiful house. I'm sure it'll sell. They wrote us a great offer. We'll just give them some time to get their sold. But but it, illegally, you know, you can't bump that offer. So it all, it all goes down to the seller, right? It, it all goes down to the seller. The seller um, doesn't have to bump the offer by any means, but they, you know, they have the ability to if they if they oh, so choose. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I think there's a showing today, actually. Of the one on Crest Lane. Yeah. So maybe somebody's going to try to bump that offer. Who okay. <laughs> well, Robin. All right. It's that time already. I know it is. It's crazy. It's okay. I got to get to work. <laughs> it's. <laughs> You're always working, but if somebody wants to talk to you about the Crest Lane house or the 2022 townhome, or if they have a home they want to sell and they just want to have that chat about the market and real estate, how do they get a hold of you? Yes, anytime. I'm always open for a conversation. Sometimes people just have curiosity questions, and I'm happy to answer those as well. Um, My phone number is 507-259-259. Four nine two six, and I most certainly welcome your calls. All right, Robin Gwaltney with the Gwaltney Group Remax Results. We'll chat again next Saturday on News Talk thirteen forty, Carol C A M and ninety six nine.